on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. It's just Joe and I. Chad is having the, I don't know, month from hell at that place. He's having a wild time. He's not going to be able to make many shows. Uh, that's the reason that they couldn't record last week because and I was at a wedding. So I don't think any of us could have recorded last week. So we're back this week. We're just doing a weekly recap uh, from the last two weeks. Probably just going to be talking about this past week because there's not a whole lot to talk about from the week before other than the obviously big thing that happened on SmackDown and then Grand Slam from Dynamite, uh, the things that happened there. Um, but there's a lot of news to discuss, to Jesus, to discuss. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to talk about. Uh, we're going to do a, a small preview for this weekend's shows. So we've got NXT, I almost said Extreme Rules. What is it? No Mercy and AEW Wrestle Dream this weekend. We're not doing predictions on the show, but we will do a small preview. Just we'll discuss whatever matches we're excited for. Uh, might hint at what we're picking, but the predictions will be out on on the Twitter X uh, before the shows happen. So... As always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Wrestle Pod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 121 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And I fixed my technical difficulties finally. I think it's been... We had two episodes where I recorded without a microphone. And then a one week without an episode. And now I'm finally back. Joe, would you like to guess what fixed the issue? Because I'm using all of the same stuff that I was two months ago. I would not like to guess. I just restarted my laptop. <laughs> you fucking dummy. I looked at this thing online. I was like clicking noise when I'm when I'm wearing headphones on a MacBook. And somebody was like, yeah, if you just like log out of your profiles and restart the computer, it should fix everything. If not, you got to do all this crazy sound setting stuff. And I was like, you know what? Let's just try that. And then I'll test it out right before we start recording on Thursday. And if it doesn't work, I'll just record without a microphone again. And then try this other crazy thing. Uh, and it's working. <laughs> okay. I I was very surprised. I'm I'm a little upset at myself that that was the issue and that I didn't think to do that. You know, like, like if anything, that's like what South Park taught us. You turn it off and turn it back on again, and then everything's fine. That's true. That was a funny so, episode. It was a very funny episode. Great meme, by the way, for that. Like yeah. the one of the best memes ever with uh 
Randy just covered in jizz in the trailer. Yeah, your unless you were thinking of a jizz in a trailer. Unless you were thinking of a different meme, and I'm the pervert. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go over news. There's a ton of news over the last two weeks. Um, I'm just gonna go in order. Joe, stop me if uh, if you care to talk about any of this. Uh, Roman Reigns' next match will be allegedly on November 4th. Or I don't know if that's his next match or next appearance. Mm-hmm. But we've been without Roman Reigns since, I think, SummerSlam? Was it that, uh, long, was it that long ago? I think so. Damn. I mean, we could look that up, but... Really, there's no way of knowing, but I think November fourth is probably the next like Crown Jewel or next Saudi show. So that's probably what the next match is. So he'll be back on TV probably in October at some point mm-hmm. uh, to build whatever match that's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be honestly at this point. Uh, but yeah. So there's that. Uh, they also announced Elimination Chamber is going to be in Perth. Australia on February 24th. It's going to be a stadium show. I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. I think the other than the fact that the last time they did an Australia show, they did I think it was one of those super showdowns and that's that, that was the uh the the Brothers of Destruction versus DX match, I, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. <laughs> so that was pretty bad, but I've got faith. It'll it should be good, right? It should be a good show. No, I think a big show. Yeah. Uh no, I think I think it will be a good show. I think it'll be a normal pay-per-view. I yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say. Well, because WWE is like trying to I mean there's gonna be elimination chamber matches. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's a guarantee. Yeah, but WWE is trying to expand its presence in other countries. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah, because you get to see all the different crowds. You know. Yeah. Slut there, for crowds. There's there's only so many Louisiana's and Arkansas's shows. Or uh in AEW's case, there's only so many Chicago, <laughs> Chicago shows you show, can yeah. do. There's only so many Chicago shows that you can sell out before you start hitting fifty percent capacity. <laughs> They're, they are really not doing good in attendance yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, gun to your head, who wins the Rumble and what championship is the Elimination Chamber going to... Which, like, which uh, Elimination Chamber match that's going to be probably, like, a number one contender match for one of the championships? Uh-huh. You know what I'm asking? Like, who's winning the Rumble and then who's going to come out of the Elimination Chamber match? As of at at this point, uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see Finn win the Rumble. Ooh, yeah, no, no, no. Finn win the Rumble. Finn have a match. It it's the whole Damian Priest thing just further down the line than than we expected. Oh, so wait, like who's who's the who's the champion for who are the champions for Mania? I would assume Roman. Is Seth yeah, still a champion in your Seth, mind? At Seth, at Seth, Seth can still be a champ, and we run that whole thing back, but this time at Mania, Chef's Kiss match. Chef's Kiss. Is it Triple Tret? Is it Cash-In? 
It's it's one on one, and then the cash in. I do think it's uh sort of poetic justice if Seth Rollins gets cashed in on at WrestleMania. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Yeah, I think they kind of like that. I think they could run that match back again. So yeah, okay. I, fin, gun to my head, Finn Balor wins. Uh the the res the the dissolve of the of judgment day uh the, the the rise and fall or sorry what was i talking about all rise for the judgment day yeah <laughs> um <laughs> who wins the elimination chamber to face i would assume roman because if you're gonna have finn winning the rumble someone's fucking cody Rhodes. all right yeah obviously not unless the not, rock uh, happens <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. I really all I did put a gun to your head. I didn't put a gun to mine. But really, all I don't want to happen is Cody win back to back rumbles. Yeah. So your idea of I I would really like to see Cody win the elimination chamber, even though it will be the most obvious thing in the world. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just need to stack the odds and put like fucking Jimmy and Solo and a bunch of <laughs> really. Like a bunch of people that just hate Cody in that match, and then no, still I, have him win. I, they can't. Oh, leave. Brock. I don't know. You gotta yeah. do something. Um. Next thing, Randy Orton, back at the PC. Is he? Allegedly. Well, there's actually video evidence of him walking into said PC wearing gear that would imply that he's going there to train. He also had a duffel bag with him. Mm. Probably with stuff. Probably with his like I don't know his boots, something like that. Yeah, hype level for Orton coming back. Seven, eight, seven. Eight. Ooh, eight. Well, he Even won't with... be inv- he won't be involved with uh, Matt Riddle anymore. So yeah, he could come I mean, we back. Can get in... Like because we were gonna get that storyline of uh, someone turning on someone eventually, but now he's not tied to that because Matt Riddle. It's not tied to the WWE anymore. I mean, that was my next uh, piece of news is the the wrestlers released by WWE last week. Oh, yeah. I have the list here. We already said Matt Riddle, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Elias, and Ezekiel, um, Mustafa Ali, Emma, Riddick Moss, Aaliyah, Top Dalla, Rick Boogs, Mace, uh, Mansoor, Dana Brooke, Davicato, Shanky, uh, the rest of these people are NXT people. Ikemanjiro, Ulyssa Leon, Quincy Elliott, and I don't even know any of the other people. Uh, Ikemanjiro was the guy with the jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a really funny, a really funny tweet by Elias when he got released. <laughs> He's like. This is this was his tweet. He said, "From drifting onto the scene to WrestleMania with John Cena and the Undertaker to millions around the world for years, walking with Elias, a number one iTunes album, and to being my own younger brother Zeke, while traveling the world, it's been a blast. God is good." Just the the people that reacted being like, "Wait, he was Ezekiel the whole time." <laughs> Kevin Kevin Owens is just doing fucking laughs, just being like, I fucking told you. <laughs> Biggest shocker there on the uh on the release list? 
Is it Riddle? No, Riddle, well, I don't think it's a Riddle. A lot of these no, aren't no, no, very I, shocking. I, I don't think it's Riddle. I, I think the most shocking because of his long term with the company is Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I think I think out of if any if it's anyone, it's one of those two. And I think I agree with you. It's Dolph Ziggler. I also just don't think his heart was in it anymore. So I think it it might be half like they were ready to get rid of him and half like he was ready to go. Yeah. But I mean, if if he's all right with it, like I'm kind of happy for Dolph because he since like the brand split became a thing again and he had that really good run with Miz and the IC title and stuff like through, I don't know, six, 2016 and 17. He hasn't done shit since then. Like, I think he competed for the world title once when he was doing stuff with Drew McIntyre. Remember, didn't he have that like handicap match or something like that? It was like, or no, it was an Iron Man match against Seth Rollins, right? So it was like a really bad match. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. I think yeah. that you might be right on I, that. I specifically remember there there was some match that he had with Seth Rollins where the crowd just took over and made it very much not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was an Iron Man match or what, but yeah, it just was not good. Um, yeah, he he just hasn't he hasn't had a good run in the last I don't six years really. It's it's uh, I'm kind of happy for him. Uh, next piece of news: the streets are saying that Triple H and Stephanie McMahon have separated. I don't know. Did you hear about this, Joe? I saw I I saw like a meme about it, so I but I didn't hear. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's actually true. So I pulled up an article. Uh, it has something to do with um, Shawn Michaels liking a tweet. Uh, where someone said, why should he give the company to his daughter? It's his company, and he built it. If he wants to cash out, then let him. And Stephanie has hardly proved that she can run the company. Just look at how she treated Dusty after he owned her in a promo or how she keeps claiming credit for women's revolution. And Shawn Michaels liked the tweet, and people were thinking like Shawn Michaels was like standing up for Triple H. Um, But... <laughs> Uh Oh, and then another thing is like at WrestleMania this year, like they were seen together, but Triple H was like very obviously like hiding his hand as if he didn't want people to see he wasn't wearing his wedding ring. And they were just kind of doing this as like public appearance thing. But then like it's basically all been dispelled as like Triple H never wears his wedding ring, stuff like that. So people just went kind of crazy for absolutely no reason. So I don't think it's like a legitimate thing. What just happened? <laughs> Raven was chewing on shit. Um, on shit? No, no, on tags from a fucking shirt. Just take it. <laughs> just take it. If it if it keeps you fucking quiet. Uh, <laughs> can you repeat the question? Uh it was more of a statement of. I don't think it's true. That they're getting divorced. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I I wrote it down in my notes and then I actually did the research on a five minutes before I started this zoom. So, (laughs) um, that just goes to show what research will do for you. Uh, next thing, Jade Cargill. This is a big one. Uh, 
Jade Cargill signed with WWE. Um, the WWE has posted about it. ESPN has posted about it, making it a very big deal, uh, at least on social media. Do you where where do you see her first showing up? NXT, SmackDown, Raw, somewhere I, I don't know where else it would be, but is she main roster ready? Is she main roster ready? She, uh she she can carry her weight uh in a match. I think she definitely has room for improvement. Uh, but, but I guess if she, if she went if she went in with like an absolute ring technician, uh, she can follow them well. But I don't right. think she can be the lead in a match right now. Okay, yeah, I would agree with that. So, I my thought was she's going to be in NXT for a bit because she's quite polished as a character, and I think. She's think, good enough on the NXT? mic. Wow. Yeah, I think she's good enough on the mic to uh, be on the main roster. I just think that they want to... I think they want to give her the, I don't know, Drew McIntyre treatment on NXT. Yeah. Not that she's anywhere near as good as Drew McIntyre on, like, or, like, um, like in, in the ring. ring or anything. But, like, she doesn't have that far to go until she is, like, legitimately main roster ready. So I think, in my opinion, and I saw someone else say this, uh, where we will first see Jay Cargill is this Saturday in the crowd. Okay. Like, you know how they used to do like, oh, look who just signed with NXT. It's this person. And they used yeah. to do that stuff. Like they would show him in the crowd. Yeah. I think that would be it. Okay. Um, But like she has the character and potential for star power to be incredible in WWE. She, the WWE was made for Jade Cargill. Yeah. And she was made for them. She didn't really fit in AEW. She wasn't a nice. She was not a perfect fit in AEW. AEW is a wrestling company and WWE is an entertainment company and she's an entertainer. Yeah. More than a wrestler. So I think this is a good move for both both sides um my next question that i wanted to ask off of that is who else in aew seems like they belong in wwe more and you could see making the jump within the next i don't know two to three years or sooner uh, ricky starks uh I, that was one of the names on my list i don't have a list but that was one of the names I thought of. I don't know why I said list. Uh, I actually only have one more name. <laughs> it's a short list. Go ahead. Wardlow. Oh, Wardlow. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- Chad would probably flip if he went if he went over there. He'd be like, "Oh, I- I've always liked Wardlow. Wardlow is my favorite." <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see Wardlow and Cody Rhodes team up. <laughs> Always love those guys. <laughs> oh yeah, Wardlow. I can't. He he's gonna have a great match with Braun Strowman. I mean MJF also, but like, I mean MJF 
is just good at both things, being an entertainer and being a wrestler. So uh, MJF couldn't be as entertaining in WWE. I think he could be. Yeah, you're right. No, that you're absolutely right. He could not be. He couldn't say the stuff that he says. He, he couldn't get away with it. Yeah, WWE so, wouldn't let so, him. So, yeah, no, not not interested. Yeah, that's a good point. I really don't want him to leave AEW. He is quite literally one of the only things that keeps me watching AEW at this point. Um, what about? Have you heard the news of? Actually, we'll get to that here in a second. I think that might be uh, one quick thing before I get to the thing I was about to talk about. Uh, SmackDown moving to USA Network in October of 2024. So they're moving off of Fox. Um, good thing, bad thing, don't care. What do you think? I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care either. I'm still going to watch. I'll have to change the settings on the recordings, but... Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> but that's that's a that's that's like over a year from now. That's a later us problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Don't, don't really give a shit. So the last bit of news. Um Tony Khan said, and I don't have the quote in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing, that an era is ending in AEW and that a new era is starting. And I believe that he said that it's happening this weekend at Russell Dream. Like it is starting this weekend. What I have my thoughts on what that could be. I also have some other people's thoughts as far as what I've seen on the internet. What do you think that it means? I don't know. Uh I haven't really given a lot of thought. Uh maybe it's maybe it's AEW GM mode. Ooh. Like we we get an authority figure that's not the fucking cocaine addict ba- backstage. Uh okay. You know, get one for collision, get one for dynamite. Um and, and then do like, like their the, own sur- then do their own like there's one time a year where they face ooh, off. That's I guess that's assuming a, a brand split, but I don't <laughs> I don't actually want a brand split in AEW, so I kind of like how they're doing it now. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. They have like, their their mainstays on each show. But then exactly. there, there are floaters and then, yeah. So my thought is, and I heard Fightful talk about this this week, is, you know, Tony Khan ever since the uh, Christian Cage debut, where he said like, oh man, biggest signing ever is coming. And it happened to be, it just happened to be Christian Cage. I don't know if you remember that. And everyone was like super let down about it. Tony Khan is kind of like, t- like, held back from everything else <laughs> since then what are you doing is that raven yeah, raven raven uh like went under the blanket and then tried to get it off her head and she draped it over the <laughs> over the laptop yeah. <laughs> oh stupid, raven stupid dog <laughs> um forgot what i was saying oh so he's kind of just like held back on these big announcements saying that like oh biggest announcement ever sort of thing um, so I think with the him saying it's a new era, I think it's literally just going to be the max, like they're going to max. Andrew Zarian did already report that they will be on max in 2024, like for sure. They will be streaming on max in 2024, which is an awesome piece of news if it's true. Um, so I think it's that other people have speculated 
that it has something to do with Mercedes Monet going to AEW, which apparently that's already a done deal. Uh, oh, really? Edge Edge going to AEW, which is almost a done deal. <laughs> uh, other people have thought that it has to do with Ring of Honor just coming to an end uh, because it's thinning Tony Khan out too much. So we will see, but my money would be on just him announcing a streaming deal. Yeah, that'd be the that'd be the best thing. Yeah, I agree. All right. You want to get into the weekly recap? Finally. All right. Let's start with SmackDown. Um, so for all of these, we're just going to talk about the last two weeks. Uh, if there yeah. is anything to talk about from two weeks ago, that's we we will discuss it. Um, but I would assume most of it's going to come from this week. Uh, but not SmackDown. There was something that happened two weeks ago. Um, we've been I'm on record. Tina. Many times. Well, John Cena's been back for a while, Joe. No, I know. I know. We've been on record many times, and I remember the... I don't remember if it was this past Survivor Series or the one before it. I think the one before it. Or it was the 25th anniversary of Survivor Series or something like that. Or I, I don't remember. 25th anniversary of something. Or 20th. I don't remember. And everyone thought The Rock was going to show up. Yeah. I think it was Survivor Series of 21. And ever since then... When he did not show up, I've been done. I've been so fucking done with The Rock, and I didn't ever need him to show back up again. And then <laughs> Friday, last Friday, I guess actually two Fridays ago, I saw on Twitter that he was on McAfee's show, um, and then some wrestling fan quote tweeted it and said, oh my God, SmackDown is in Denver tonight. Like a couple hours away from where they filmed the show do you guys think that he'll be on the show and all i thought to myself was there's no way that would yeah. be like the why the rock hasn't shown up for anything over the last however many years why would he show up to a random smackdown cody's got to finish the story we don't need this um so then we cut to that friday night and joe texts us and he says don't look at spoilers uh, and for SmackDown. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's no way. So I'm like, all right, I'll start SmackDown from the beginning right now. I think he was about a half hour in. And I turn it on, and the first person that comes out is Pat McAfee. And I immediately thought, holy shit, no fucking way. And... Here we go. The Rock showed up on SmackDown. Does this mean anything, Joe, for the Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, Bloodline Saga, or was it just a one-off? Have we actually heard anything about it since The Rock showed up on SmackDown? Um, I, I really don't know. I haven't really delved too much into wrestling news in the last few weeks other than just what I've seen scrolling through Twitter. So, I don't know. Is Roman and Rock going to happen? Does it have to happen this year and for the championship? I don't think so. It should not be for the championship. No. If anything, 
And I think the best idea that I've seen is people on Twitter saying Roman and Cody should face off on night one for the title and, or, and you can flip these, whatever order you want. And then night two Roman versus rock for the title of tribal chief, because Cody will already have the title. Yeah. That, that'd be pretty good, but Roman doesn't work that many matches, you know? But I mean, after he loses, I mean, he'll, he'll probably beat the rock. Um, Maybe. I don't know. But after that, after WrestleMania, he can take a however long break. He's he's on this schedule now where he just works basically the big five and the Saudi shows and the build up to them. And that's it. Like he's he's working. I don't know, 60, 70 percent of the year. Yeah, probably. Who Roman? Yeah, I'd say he's under 50. No, no way. Yes way. If he was okay. showing up every two weeks. That's true. He's showing up every other he, SmackDown when he is when in the he mix. when he was there. And now he's been gone for many weeks. He's been so gone for like two that, months. Yeah, that means you're automatically less than fifty percent. That's fair. I like that, Joe. But also from Rumble to Mania, I mean, he's there basically every week. Yeah, like he might take a week off, a week or two off there, and there, there's your two months where he doesn't show up. So, I think he, you might be right. He might be right around fifty percent, honestly. Yeah, that might that might be the thing. Okay, well, more to come on that, I guess. I, I, I mean, hey, Raven did something, Joe's. Yelling at her, he turned his mic off, trying to get some play-by-play, but all I can see is his fat arm. Now this bitch is just really fucking bored, because she she pushed herself into the room, and closed the door. She closed the door. No, I'm I probably closed. Oh no, (laughs) no, that's what it was. She was scratch. She she wanted to come in, so I let her in. Uh. Hmm. And then she she hung out for a little bit, and now she wants to leave because she's fucking bored. Uh huh. And now she's being a bitch. That's just classic Raven. That's just kind of what she does, though. Hey, come here. You gonna bark at me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, SmackDown from this week. So. Honestly, like a lot of it, I have to pull up the fast lane card because a lot of stuff from this week was basically setting up fast lane, which is not this weekend, but the following weekend. So we've got a couple um, after this episode, we're going to have a couple B ratings shows. Yeah. But oh, fast lane only has two matches announced. I thought it was more. I would say the big thing that came out of the last two weeks of SmackDown was so two weeks ago they had the Grayson Waller effect at the end where John Cena was on it. Um, You know, bloodline interrupts, takes out Cena, but AJ Styles 
helps him. And then we move into this past week's SmackDown where it looks like they're going to be setting up a tag team match. Cena and Styles versus Jimmy and Solo, which I'm down for. Uh, Bloodline takes out Styles. And now we've got a handicap match at Fastlane. Which, I mean... I would just assume that John Cena is just going to win because it's John Cena. I don't know. Luckily, I don't have to predict it yet. This is not a prediction show. So I really thought there were more fast lane matches, honestly. Um, I don't know what else they're really setting up for. I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to wrestling this week. But, I mean... I would I would say the biggest thing was the potential tension that comes out of this between Cena and Styles because Cena got him involved in the bloodline. And then when he got ambulanced away, Carl Anderson was like, we told him not to get involved in the bloodline. He didn't want yeah. to be involved in it. And Cena got him involved. So there is potential for... For this to all fall apart and blow up in John Cena's face when Styles does come back. Yeah, absolutely. Which, I mean, that could be a huge mania match if they want to do that. But do they want to do do that? The final Styles and Cena match? I'd be so down for that. Yeah. I mean, that's the two biggest stars of that generation of wrestling. The one from WWE and the one from Impact TNA, so... I'd be down for that. Honestly, yeah. that would be really good. Um, other small stuff. Uh, let's see. The Street Profits lost to the LWO, and Lashley was vis- visibly upset. Um, oh yeah, so, he, he said he'd find someone better or something. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. I I swear to God, if they're already breaking them up, I'm going to be really upset about that. Um, we had the EO Sky versus Oscar match yeah. for the title. Um. I mean, Charlotte came out there to stick her nose in it. It was a good match, but I mean, Charlotte came out there. She was a distraction. EO retained. Uh, I don't really know what's going to happen out of this. I would assume definitely Charlotte being in the title picture, which is unfortunate, which means she'll probably win, unfortunately. Uh, I I just wanted that one-on-one match to be on pay-per-view. Yeah. We haven't seen it yet, and we really need it. Uh, and then the other stuff. Oh, the the only other thing from SmackDown that I thought was noteworthy was this this pretty deadly skit. Did you watch this? Oh yeah, the <laughs> where where they were trying to nurse him back to health. Yeah, Elton Prince. Uh, so <laughs> this they did this skit where he's like rehabbing to get back, and he's like working on his knee. And Kit Wilson's helping him. And it's just all these funny things that they're doing. Um, And then, like, the doctor comes on screen. and She's like, yeah, he's just got, like, a separated shoulder. (laughs) The whole time that they're working on, like, trying to rehab his knee. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. So I'm I'm really excited to see more of that. Because I think they're definitely going to keep doing more of those in the coming weeks. Yeah, I agree which will be very funny. Um, I swear I will be more locked into what goes on on these shows, but I mean, honestly, that's probably really all that SmackDown had to offer in the last two weeks. 
That's to be quite fair. honest. Um, Collision. I assume you didn't watch any Rampage, Joe. Uh, is that show still on? Yeah, apparently. Um, Collision from two weeks ago. I did not watch it. Don't know if you did, but no. Collision from this past week was the one after the Grand Slam show. So, uh, not sure if you watched it, but there was a three-way match for the TNT title. Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus or Dinosaur. Dinosaur versus Christian Cage. Um, And Christian Cage won. Yeah. And he's now actually the TNT champion. (laughs) Uh, I was actually really surprised after watching this and like he made Luchasaurus dinosaur lift him on his shoulders to celebrate. I, I was very surprised that dinosaur didn't turn on him. Yeah. It hasn't happened. If it did, if it did happen, I skipped, I, I mean, I skipped that part and didn't see it, but I don't think he turned on him. No, 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 so, no. There's, there's still boys. Yeah. There's that. Um, we have a Julia Hart versus Chris Statlander match at uh Russell Dream this weekend. Yeah. Excitement level for that. Is this obvious? Uh, wait. You're talking about the Julia Hart Statlander match? That is I'm talking about how the match is happening this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna four point seven five. No. I was gonna yeah. say five. I was gonna say five for me. Is it out of five? No, it's out of ten. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm at a five. Well, the way that you were giving decimal points, I was like, wait, are we at Joe's excitement level on a scale of five? <laughs> so the only ex- the only reason I'm excited for it is because like in the last you know month. All right, well, let's just go the last two weeks. You know, I've watched. Not a ton of wrestling, but the wrestling I have watched, especially AEW wrestling, has included a couple Julia Hart matches, and I didn't think they were that bad. So I'm kind of excited for this match. I yeah, think no, it's cause, very. Cause, I think it's very obvious that Statlander is going to win. Yeah, but Statlander is great. But Joe, counterpoint, the house always wins. Except no, no. No, not Julia Hart. She's been winning lately. Is yeah. that only to lose at this pay per view? Yeah, actually, she's on like a. I, I think I think it was like something like a twenty six match win streak or something. Do you know who her last singles loss was to? They said it this week. Was it Jade? No, it's Chris Statlander. Oh, okay. So that's kind of the story here is that she's been on this huge win streak and the last person that she lost to was Statlander. So that's kind of the point behind the title match. So it makes me you know, like semi excited for it. Yeah. No, halfway. I'm ha- I'm half excited for it, which is which is like honestly pretty good for a low level yeah, a lower level women's match on a AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, you're half chubbed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a single sub, not a double sub. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, there was a really good match. Oh, actually, two, two. I, I thought three good matches. So, I do. I do have to ask you legitimately. Did Did you watch this episode of Collision? 
And did you watch the death, the Texas death match? No. Okay. I haven't watched Daniels, AEW in a couple weeks. Danielson and Ricky Starks had a Texas death match on Collision. I wanted to get your thoughts on it because I didn't take any I didn't take any notes on it, but it wasn't that it gruesome. Wasn't, it wasn't as bad. What which match was better, the strap on match or the this match? Oh, the strap match for sure. Yeah, but this was still very good. Um, I would say the most gruesome part was Ricky Starks getting choked out. I think with a chain and his face legitimately turning purple. Um, was it not? Was it wasn't it a chain in the other match too, or was it a no? It was the strap. No, it was a strap match. Yeah, but that was probably the most gruesome. Like it wasn't like it didn't have your typical AEW deathmatch tropes, which is like pizza cutter, screwdriver, fork, yeah. whatever. And mostly because Moxley wasn't involved. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to what happened to Moxley, but yeah, there's there's that. Um, other matches on this show, we had a Jay White versus Andrade match, which fucking slapped other than the interference at the end. It was a really good match. Um, and then there was a match between FTR and the Work Horseman, which is JD Drake and Anthony Henry. And the Work Horsemen were a lot of fun to watch, despite this match being not that long. Who, I thought who, they were really fun to watch. Who are the Work Horsemen again? I just said J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry. Oh, I don't know those people. J.D. Drake was, I think, NXT UK. The Maybe. ginger guy? I could be super wrong on that. No, he's like a big dude. Kind of husky. He's, he's a husky dude. Um, And Anthony Henry, I don't even know how to describe him or if I've ever even seen one of his matches. So I th- I thought that was uh Ryan Nemeth's uh faction or whatever tag team might have been it might have used to be used to have been. I don't know. Either way, they were a lot of fun to watch and I uh, when I whenever I see them in the future, I will not mind watching one of their matches. Uh, that's what that's what I'll say. Um but that's pretty much all I had for Collision. We can move on to Raw if you'd like. Yeah, I, I've watched a pretty good amount of Raw. Okay. Some some of everything. What do you want to talk about on Raw? Uh, the Jey Uso stuff. That's Every- probably the biggest thing. It, it kind of like Jey Uso kind of revolves around the entirety of the show now. And I really like it, actually. Yeah. Like the main event players, let's just put it in perspective. It's uh it's Cody, it's Kevin, it's Sammy, it's Judgment Day, and it's Drew, and somewhat the Miz. Oh, even the New Day. Like there's so many people like you're you're basically like Jay Uso is making people on the raw roster pick sides and have an opinion about his being on the raw roster and i like the stories that that like that jay uso is just going to generate just by being on raw like look at look at the development like cody's been there he's the one that brought jay to raw in the event that eventually somebody's going to get traded to smackdown i mean if it's not cody at this point i don't know what the fuck we're doing but 
especially after this week when he said we're not in the third, we're definitely not in the third inning anymore. Yeah. So I mean, he it has to be him. But Drew McIntyre from last week when he just left Jay to get his shit pushed in by the Judgment Day, uh-huh. um, and then like having to talk about it this week and like he was out there with the Miz and the New Day. Drew made some really good points. Honestly, made himself more of a tweener than a heel. I, I felt like the the reception on Twitter was that he came off as a heel. I felt like he's more looking like a tweener than anything. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Kevin and Sammy obviously have their uh, opinions about him, but they've they were on his side this week, at least on the side of Cody. Maybe not on the side of Jay, but here's my thought. I know we've talked about this maybe since the last show uh, that we did, but War Games, right? I think I told talked about like there's a rumor that War Games is not happening this year. Yeah. Um, but I mean. How are they not setting up Judgment Day and JD McDonough versus Kevin, Sammy, Cody, and Jay in no, War they, Games? Yeah, it really seems like they are. And you could even throw Rhea Ripley and some other woman in there. You don't even and make need it another. five on five. You don't even need another woman in there. Just oh, so her- you think four on four and leave JD McDonough out? Yeah, yeah. I actually really like that. I don't know. My thing is that uh, if they're going to do the typical Survivor Series stuff, though, that Rhea should be facing. uh, Who's the other champ? Io. Yeah. That would be the only other thing that I could think that Rhea would be involved in. But it just imagine if they did four four on four guys and then add a woman on each side and did five on five war games, it would just be fucking could it would just be chaos and i'm i'm all i'm all in for that i love chaos when it comes to wrestling so i I mean there's a lot of stuff that's coming out with this jay uso stuff yeah and there's not even a match made for fast lane for any of this yet yeah the only other match for fast lane that's been made is on the raw side and it's Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura last man standing, which Shinsuke had another great like uh Titantron promo this week. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I would assume Seth's gonna retain. I, I think you assume the same as well because you have Seth as your champion going into WrestleMania. So I think you're with me there. Yeah. Um let's see. The last thing I had from Raw Joe was a sign. Uh, There was a sign when Cody was out there for the initial promo for the show that said, I skipped school for Cody. What kind of school Um, happens at eight o'clock at night? That was my question. What kind like the only thing I can think of is this kid and his parents drove hours away to go to Raw which I think it was in Denver this yeah, week. So, so it could have been fairly certain like, it was in Denver. They, so they like drove from bumfuck 
Colorado. They drove from Colorado Springs or something, which is like five hours away. Yeah. But like still, let's say like what are the odds of that? I like I guess kind of high. Like I guess they could be 50-50, but like still let's say they only had an hour drive and that kid just skipped school that day. I mean, those are just bad parents, right? Yeah, absolutely. Terrible parents. Or maybe it's they they the kid hasn't skipped school yet. He was going to skip the next day because he had to be up till 11 o'clock at night. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Skipping school the following day. Yeah. That is a very good point. Maybe that's what it was about. But but it, if that was the case, it, it would. If that was the case, the sign was wrong. Yeah. He, he should have put I it in the school. I'm, sk- I'm skipping school. I, I plan on being truant. Uh, yeah. And then he says that on national television. They bring it up in his case. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That was really well. Basically, really, he's going to jail. He should at yeah. least juvie. Yeah, I never skipped school. Not not at that age. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this would typically be the point where we get to Chad's three best things from NXT. God rest his soul. Chat's not here. He's having a big update. <laughs> yeah. Massive. So this was the time where I figured since neither of us have watched NXT, uh, it would be fun to just go through the NXT No Mercy card that's happening uh, this. What is it? Uh, Saturday? Yes. So you ready, Joe? I'm going to go through it line by line. We can give excitement level. You can give a prediction if you want. Nothing is nothing is certain if you give a prediction. Uh, like nothing's official. So it's just whatever we want to talk about here. Uh, pre-show match. Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan. I know what my first thought is. What's yours? Uh, your first thought is I don't care. No, my first thought was who is Kalani Jordan? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I would probably pick Blair Davenport to win that match because I don't know who Kalani Jordan is. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and you can't even click on her name because she doesn't have her own Wikipedia page. Yeah. So that's just kind of that. I guess that's just the the caliber of wrestler we're putting on the pre-show there um, to face Blair Davenport. So Blair Davenport's probably going to win that. Yeah. Uh, next is the British Rounds rule match. For the NXT Heritage Cup. So I guess this is the the winner of that tournament that we had been talking about was Butch. So Butch going back to NXT to face Noam Dar for the NXT Heritage Cup. Um, With Tyler Bate? What does that mean? I don't know why. They must be boys or something. I know they hugged at the end of their match during this tournament. but Okay. Maybe he's just coming out to to be there in case Oro Mensa or Lash Legend or Jakar Jackson get involved or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I really don't know. That that would make the most sense to me. Uh either way, I'm excited for this match. It should be pretty good. I would probably if I had to pick somebody right now, I'd go Noam Dar because he's the one that's on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that's just me. 
what about you? Who do I think is going to win? Just whatever you want to say about the match. You don't have to give a prediction. Oh, um, I think it makes more. Well, no, because Sheamus hasn't been on TV in a while. I, yeah, what is he doing? Is he? I, I don't. I don't. He, I don't know. Maybe he's rehabbing or something. Well, I would assume he's fake injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I know. He's if actually he, injured. I don't. Yeah, maybe he's just taking time off. I don't know. Maybe the last match he had was against Edge. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, he. I, he didn't seem hurt there. No. If that's, anything, Edge walked away looking hurt. Yeah, they got a pint Edge, edge and he's old. Yeah. Sheamus is also pretty old. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he's also in his forties. He's like over. Is... He's forty-five or up. Really? Yeah. I was. I would have thought forty to forty-five. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense. If I had to guess on Sheamus's age, I would have said I would say forty-four. But forty-six also wouldn't shock me. But he can't be forty-five. He's got to be an even number. He's forty-four, forty-six. I'm calling it forty-five. Damn it. I was so wrong about that. <laughs> okay. Um, next match, Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov for, for the uh, NXT Championship. Uh, is this the time? It would be a it would be a good uh, it would be a happy change for me. Yeah, Melo needs to move up. Uh, I think if if Melo loses and moves up to the main roster. Is the right time to do it the rumble? Because that that would be my thought. Move him up during the rumble, and he helps out Lashley and the Profits during the rumble. Lashley makes Final Four, doesn't win, but they have a good showing. I don't, I don't know that. That'd be my thought. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> Shit. He needs to be in that group, though. He, he it it depends on it depends on what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I think that the right move for factions in WWE right now, I think that the right move is uh, just get rid three, of them. Th- no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> three three guys, one girl. Okay. Uh, that sounded way dirtier than I meant it. I didn't even picture the dirtiness. Stuff. <laughs> No, so that like that seems to be the right equation for factions in WWE right now. Well, there's so, only one faction that's doing that right now. Judgment Day. But they are the most prominent. Yeah. And that includes a list that has the bloodline on it. Well, you also have uh Luchasaurus. Nope. I thought you were gonna say the schism because of the pebble. No, no, no. Lucha House part no. Uh, Latino World Order, LWO. That's four dudes That's and a girl. Four... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that time, that time. Uh, nope, still didn't picture it. <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Okay, so you're you're you're. I feel like you were arguing against Mello going to this faction. And that you would rather see a woman join it, Dude, but Cargill. now, I've... oh, dude, perfection! Is that where she shows up? 
No, I, I, think, I hadn't even thought about I, that. I think if a woman does show up in, in that faction, it's going to be a B- Bianca. It should be because of Montez Ford being in it. But yeah. also at the same time, they seem to be tweeners. I don't know if Bianca... Well, Bianca could do good as a tweener. She she should never be a full-fledged heel, though. She She's too... She, yes, she was in NXT and she wasn't as over. Yeah, exactly. Like her on the main roster, she she is the women's division John Cena right now. Yeah, like she is she the is... EST of WWE. Exactly. Okay. So jury's out on that. Uh we have a singles match between Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Baryon Corbin. Um Barry no. I don't think that's happening. I'm anymore. probably gonna pick Corbin because I want him to win. But he probably won't win. Which means I'll probably end up picking Breaker. Because <laughs> it's just the right move. Uh, not not very excited for that match. Uh, extreme rules match for the NXT Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Tiffany's Epiphanies. Um, is it coming home? Coming home to Raw? No. <laughs> is the belt coming home to Tiffany? I don't know. I don't know if they would do... I don't know if Tiffany Stratton's worthy of a two-time title holder. Right I think now. she's really good. She's better than we all thought she ever could be. Yeah, but she she doesn't hold up to the other two-time women's champs in, in NXT. So here's here's my rebuttal. I don't remember if it was you or Chad that said this when I was uh, lobbying for Becky Lynch to not win this championship. but Oh, Chad also hated that. The the parallels to the Dolph Ziggler Braun Breaker stuff um from a few years ago. I mean if this isn't going that same direction, I mean or, or I mean if it is going that same direction, wouldn't Tiffany win this match? Right? Because Dolph lost it to Braun and then Braun yeah. went back. If yeah, if it's the exact same storyline, then sure, you're you're right. And Shawn Michaels has been running back a lot of men's storylines and just doing them with the women. So has he? I think so. I'm fairly certain. Either that, or he's been running back a lot of old men's storylines and doing them with the men in NXT. I'm honestly, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. But my pick would probably be Tiffany. Is it the right pick? Who knows? Only time will tell. Um, next match, Sub versus Trick. Dragon Lee will serve as special guest referee. Um, another parallel that you can draw here uh, is Trick Williams about to have the same NXT trajectory that uh, Mello did and just win the North American Championship, be an awesome champ, be super over, be charismatic, be a, I mean, I don't think he's as good as Mello, but he could get to that level or at least around it. Um, and also just like fuck sub, I don't want him to win. Yeah, sort of thing. I I, I don't know. That's that's kind of my take on it. Um, and the last match, Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. I think whoever predicts this correctly, which probably won't be either of us because we haven't watched NXT. So Chad will probably get this one right. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever predicts this right, 
uh, is going to probably win the weekend for the belt. Uh, but it's the family who are the current champs versus OTM. I don't even know who they are, but it's Lucian Prince and Bronco Nima. And they are coming out to the ring with scripts, apparently, <laughs> versus the good. Creed brothers versus uh, Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. <laughs> I'm gonna wild card, wild card. I'm going with Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Probably what I was gonna pick. <laughs> really? I don't want to pick the Creed brothers to win again because they just need they need to move up. Yeah. And the family, I, I don't really even remember when they won the titles. Maybe I don't know. I might pick them to retain. Who knows? Yeah, I'm probably I need to find out who stood tall. <laughs> I need to find out who stand who stood tall on NXT this week. And if nobody yeah. stood tall, then well, it actually doesn't matter who stood tall because it's a fucking fatal four way. I just have to figure out what OTM stands for. Um, on the mat, maybe they're mat wrestlers. They don't do any high flying moves. Over the mark. Over the moon. Over the moon. To the moon. Maybe they're gonna team up with Cameron Grimes. Yeah, who's been pretty much unheard of since he got drafted. Uh, okay. Well, that was NXT and <laughs> us talking about the No Mercy card. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great. I honestly, it probably will be a really fun show, and I'm excited to watch it. Uh, because it will be my catch up on NXT since the last time I watched NXT, which was their last PLE. So, yeah, I'm excited. I've watched it more recently than that, but. I'm honestly surprised that there's somebody on this card that I don't know who they are. There's actually the the OTM team and then the girl in the pre-show match. So, I'm kind of, I'm kind of expecting that for future uh I'm just going to call it a takeover card for future takeover cards. There's just going to be more and more people that show up on these cards that I just like I don't know who you are. Oh, actually, I did see something on Twitter this week, Joe. They had a vignette uh, that was apparently Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. I guess he will be there soon. The, I mean, the he's there, vi- but the I guess little he'll be vignette, That was him, like, watching his dad on TV or something like that. And also the Bengals, because I think his dad played for the Bengals. Oh. But, Yes. What was his dad's name again? <laughs> Brian Pillman. Oh, okay, okay. You were joking, right? Yes, I was joking. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, Let's get to Dynamite then. Lots to talk about with Dynamite, including Wrestle Dream. Uh, but last week they had Grand Slam. Um, I'll just go down the card here. Or at least what I wrote down. We had Eddie Kingston versus Claudio, uh, title versus title. So, New Japan Strong title versus Earth and the Ring of Honor World Championship. Um, Eddie Kingston won. He's a double champ now. Um, so, and also he has a match this weekend. Gotta look at that. It's some New Japan guy. I think or, against Katsuyori Shibata. Maybe. Yep. 
and it is for both of Kingston's titles. Huh. So I would assume he's going to win that. I don't know, actually. I actually don't know if he's working hurt or not. If he's working hurt and he wants to just drop him, could totally see Shibata winning, but I'd probably go Kingston there. I don't um The next match was the Sammy Guevara Chris Jericho match from Grand Slam. Uh and I just wanted to say that this is not going how I predicted at all. And I don't think how you predicted at all either, Joseph. Yeah. Um Sammy and Jericho. I th- I don't even remember who won. Jericho won? Uh does it really matter who won? I don't remember who won either. All I remember is that Sammy Guevara is now in the Don Callis family. Ooh. And there's a match this weekend that I'm actually very excited for, Joseph. It is Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho teaming up to take on the Don Callis family, which is Sammy Guevara, Konosuke Takeshita, and William Ospreay. It's a six-man tag. So, I mean, we're not looking at a singles match. It's going to get five stars. But, I mean, this this trio's match is going to fucking rock. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'll be upset. I'm, I was about to say that I would do something, but I'll just be upset. It's going to be good, though. It's going to be very good. Um, I, I just want to know, like, how were we so wrong about this, though? Like, is Sammy Guevara not going to take time off for his child being born? Well, is he not going to get written off from injury? Are we sure it's even his? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Joe? That's a good point. You're asking you're asking the right questions here. I, I appreciate that. More to come on that next week. We'll have to ask Chad if he's even here. Yeah. Well, by then, Chad will probably have had another kid. <laughs> he's got kids who's the net who who has a kid next out of the three of us uh let me just do the math real quick <laughs> chad <laughs> i i would have said me but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I a ra- think... I think it's a race between me and you. You don't think he's having any more? <laughs> no. Oh. Not on purpose. I think he's using condams now. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Condams. <laughs> well. <laughs> that really is a I guess we'll just wait and see. <laughs> race race. Race a race to it's a yeah, it's a race to well no one's catching Chad but I'm definitely not definitely not having four <laughs> I'll tell you that that's too many um oh Chad poor guy let's see oh next match from Grand Slam I wanted to talk about uh international championship Moxley versus Phoenix uh I <laughs> here's what I did I heard what happened. I didn't see what happened. So my intent when I'm watching this match was to skip the whole thing and just uh, just kind of watch the aftermath. Yeah. So I skipped to what I thought was the end. 
And then Ray Phoenix dropped. I literally skipped right to the part. Ray Phoenix drops John Moxley directly on top of his head. And then that crazy two count happens where Moxley doesn't kick out and Rick Knox looks like a fucking idiot. And then Phoenix does it again, drops him on his head again. Probably not actually this time, but it looked, it still looked just as bad as the first time. And Rick Knox counts the three and Ray Phoenix is the international champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently Moxley is badly concussed. I don't think he's got neck damage, uh, but I also have not looked into this. I just know that, I mean, I guess luckily he's finally getting his break or his time off, but it's because of injury. So, <laughs> I mean, he was, it, it, I, I don't want to say he was due for an injury, but he was due for time off. That's for sure. We t- yeah. We talked about that a lot. So I'm semi-happy that he's getting time off, but I'm unhappy in the circumstances in which he got it. I guess is what I wanted to say. Good point. Good point, Dylan. Well, what would what would your point be? I don't know. <laughs> is there any point? There really isn't. Um let's see. Uh, my next note was Tony Storm and Soraya made out. That was hot. Uh, and Soraya retained. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then MJF versus Samoa Joe. So some things happened here. Uh, most notably, Adam Cole broke his ankle in three different places from running, from jumping off the stage, from just hopping off the stage. So now what we're getting out of this is honestly what could turn into an awesome story of MJF like in the I would assume Cole's going to be out for probably I don't know 8 to 10 weeks so let's just call it 2 months In that time I really want MJF to continue to do what he's doing this weekend which is defending the Ring of Honor World Championships in handicap matches and retaining. And then the minute Adam Cole comes back, they defend and he loses, and that's what breaks them up. That could be really good. Yeah. Um, however, there's also just the Adam Cole's gonna be out for two months, so MJF should probably lose. But I just really don't want to see it happen. So I don't know. What did you want to talk about with AEW? Um, oh, there was a respect moment between uh, MJF and Samoa Joe, wasn't there? Um, at the end of the match. Yeah, I think that he like shook his hand or something like that. Shit, I don't know. I that was the first thing I watched when I got back into watching wrestling after my crazy weekend last weekend so I don't I honestly don't remember I think there was if there was I mean good for them Samoa Joe is I mean he's doing so much better than I ever thought that he would at in AEW and in my opinion he's crushing it he's having great matches it's just it's it's been a joy to watch yeah Um, is there really anything else that you want to talk about? No, 
There was one thing from this week. Uh, two things. Um, Dynamite this week. I just heard transformer noises a bunch. Uh, and it happened when I was watching it on my TV, which made me think it was my TV. But then I watched it on my phone and it happened there, too. So I think it was uh, Tony Khan's fault. So I'm blaming Tony Khan for that. And also, it looks like we're moving towards MJF versus Jay White next. Jay White. Jay White, which is going to be phenomenal. Cannot wait for that. Um, but other things, the or the last thing, sneak preview, Wrestle Dream this weekend, this Sunday. Joe probably not going to watch much of it live, if any. Uh, Joe, what is the main event of Wrestle Dream, in your opinion? Uh, I would think something with MJF. You think it's MJF versus the Righteous in a two-on-one handicap match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships? Oh, I forgot you talked about that. That's the match that he's in. <laughs> I originally because like before I rem- before I remembered about a certain match I was like is Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland going to main event this pay-per-view because at first I was like man but then I saw Dynamite this week and they cut uh, they did a really good contract signing and you know they the feud seem like the feud's been really good from what I've seen and I could see it doing that but then I remembered looking at this card and remembering that Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. is happening on this card Yeah, yeah. in Seattle. But I do think those will be the last two matches because Swerve is from Seattle. Danielson's from Seattle. Uh, everyone wins in their hometown. So um, you know who I'll be taking. Yeah, the hometowner. Yeah. Uh, other stuff we're getting on this card, FTR versus Aussie Open, which will be very good. I already talked about the MJF and the six-man tag match. Uh, we're getting Christian Cage versus Darby Allen in a two-out-of-three falls match for the TNT title. Really hope Darby wins, but Christian literally just won the title, so who knows? Talked about Kingston and Shibata. Talked about Statlander and Julia Hart. Uh, we are getting Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Yuta in a singles match. That'll be throwaway, probably pretty good, though. Uh, and then a four-way tag team match for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. The Bucks, the Guns, the Lucha Bros, and Orange Cassidy and Hook. <laughs> so they did some multi-men matches this week where certain wrestlers from that match were competing in the multi-men matches. Uh, um, I think Orange Cassidy and Hook... I know Orange Cassidy won one of them. I don't remember if Hook won the other one or if he was in the even in the other one. But I remember watching Dynamite and the announcers being like, Orange Cassidy and Hook, like there's three former AEW tag team champions in this match, and Orange Cassidy and Hook have all the momentum, which just means they're going to get pinned. It really just means Orange Cassidy is going to get pinned. So in reality, I feel like the way I'm the the direction I'm going to go for predictions is what match do I most want to see? Who do I most want to see face FTR? Um, I mean, selfishly, it would probably be the Bucks, but we literally just saw that. Uh, so then it really just comes down to the guns and the Lucha Bros. And I'm kind of stuck. 
have we seen an FTR versus Lucha Bros match? Because if we haven't, that's probably the route I would go. No, I don't think oh, we wait, have. Wait, but also Ray Phoenix is the international champion. Oh, that's true. I don't think And also would... the guns and FTR really hate each other still. Yeah. Oh boy. I might have to go with the guns. I really don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, they've been they've been feuding for over a year at this point. It feels like it. I mean you I mean, you might you, you probably are right about that. I think I am. It's kind of annoying. I just don't like the guns, but Chad loves them. Oh, he loves guns. Well, the big guns. Second Amendment guy. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> wasn't didn't he go and visit Washington uh, at, at some point in the, within the last couple of years? January last year. January, year yeah, the yeah the year before, something like that. Yeah, I think I I think I remember him being up. I think there. it was early January, like a couple days yeah. after New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Something That's, like that. I remember him being up there. Said he was there on business, I think is what he said. He said he was going to make it his was business. Not, or no, said he was there on business and pleasure yeah. is what he said, right? Yeah. It was both? I think so. Yeah, I think so. There's, I guess there's really no way of knowing. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. We can talk to him next week about that. I'm sure he'll, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be able to explain himself. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, that's pretty much going to close us out for this week. Uh, next week, we'll be back with uh, those two shows. So we've got um, so WWE NXT No Mercy and AEW Wrestle Dream. We will be back with B ratings for those next week. Uh, we will see if we have Chad next week. I would hope that we do. Uh, mostly so that he can explain where he was on that fateful January day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we got. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Russell pod. We've been the drunk dude stealing a Joe. We'll catch you on down the road. Thinking about